Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about paediatric encephalitis. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash encephalitis or in the infectious diseases section of the Zero to Finals paediatrics book. Let's get straight into it. Encephalitis means inflammation of the brain. This can be the result of infective or non-infective causes. Non-infective causes are autoimmune, meaning that antibodies are created that target the brain tissue. The most common cause of encephalitis is infection with a virus. Bacterial or fungal encephalitis is also possible, although much more rare in the UK. The most common viral cause is herpes simplex virus or HSV. In children, the most common cause is the herpes simplex virus type 1 from a cold sore. In neonates, the most common cause is herpes simplex type 2, which originates from genital warts contracted during birth from the mother. Other viral causes include varicella zoster virus, or VZV, associated with chickenpox, cytomegalovirus associated with immunodeficiency, Epstein-Barr virus, which causes infectious mononucleosis, enterovirus, adenovirus, and the influenza virus. It's important to ask patients about vaccinations as polio, mumps, rubella and measles viruses can also cause encephalitis and this may be associated with missing the routine vaccination schedule. How does encephalitis present? Well, some features that should make you think about encephalitis are altered consciousness, altered cognition, unusual behaviour, acute onset of focal neurological symptoms, acute onset of focal seizures, and fever. Children with features of encephalitis need some key investigations to help establish the diagnosis. They need a lumbar puncture, sending the cerebral spinal fluid, particularly for viral PCR testing, a CT scan if the lumbar puncture is contraindicated, an MRI scan of the brain to visualise the brain tissue in detail, EEG recording of the brain, which can be helpful in mild or ambiguous symptoms, but this is not always routinely required. Swabs of other areas can be helpful in establishing the causative organism, for example, throat swabs and any swabs of vesicles that may be able to give an indication of the particular virus. And all patients who have encephalitis should be tested for HIV. Contraindications to a lumbar puncture include a GCS below 9, being hemodynamically unstable, having active seizures, or patients that are post-ictal after a seizure. Let's talk about management of encephalitis. Intravenous antiviral medications are used to treat the suspected or confirmed underlying cause. Acyclovir treats herpes simplex virus, or HSV, and it also treats varicella zoster virus or VZV. Gancyclovir is used to treat cytomegalovirus or CMV. Repeat lumbar puncture testing is usually performed to ensure successful treatment prior to stopping the antiviral medications. Acyclovir is usually started empirically in suspected encephalitis until the results are known and the virus is identified. Other viral causes have no effective treatment and management is simply supportive. 
Follow-up, support and rehabilitation is required after a diagnosis of encephalitis with help managing the complications. So what are the complications of encephalitis? Patients can have lasting fatigue and prolonged recovery, changes in personality or mood, changes to memory or cognition, learning disability, headaches, chronic pain, movement disorders, sensory disturbance, seizures, and hormonal imbalance. So thanks for listening to this episode on encephalitis. A big thank you to Harry Watchman as always for perfectly editing the podcast. If you found the podcast helpful and you want written notes on all the topics in the podcast, you can find them in the Zero to Finals books available on Amazon. You can also find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible, and you can find all the notes as well as videos, illustrations and questions on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode where we'll be talking about infectious mononucleosis.